Hello and welcome to the Toffee TV podcast. Baz and Ped here. Just, just have a little bit of a chat, really, isn't it? There's not much, you know. We haven't played over the weekend due to COVID. Aston Villa again, two games called off in a row. Although I think they're playing tonight, aren't they? Playing tonight, playing Man City tonight, aren't they? Mm-hmm. As we record. Um, so a bit of a quiet weekend. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? Um. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, just make it, just, just, just say yes or no, and I'll respond to it. I don't know. Is this the, the truth? It's was, good. It, was it good for you? It was good for me because there's no stress. But then I must admit, at like quarter past twelve on Sunday, I was thinking we'd be fifteen minutes into the game now, and when you've won, you want to play again, don't you? Mm. And it's, I think when you see teams playing, like yeah. teams have played twice now since we've played yeah. last, and it's like we're not due to play till Sunday night, and you do start thinking. Is it a good thing or isn't it? So yeah, it's, it is. it, we won't know, will we? Game. I mean, we've got a couple of games in hand. We know that, um, but they're not they're not the easiest games in hand. Obviously, Man City at home and Villa away. But and you know, West Ham won last night. They're on the same points as us now. And you're thinking, but we'll talk more about like how mad the Premier League is in a bit. Um, but I, it, like I suppose from a, from a point of view, as everything stands at the moment. There's not else to do, is there? I mean, there's not really much to do. I think I had I messed around with some shells at the weekend. Like, you know what I mean? There's nowhere to go. You know, you get your hour. I got my hour going for a run. Mm. I can't do anything else. Can't really go because I'm like, you know, good citizen. Mm. Can't really go anywhere else. Can't really do anything else. Telly's crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just playing The Last of Us. Well, too, we know so. you're playing The Last of Us too because I get a message every five minutes going, I'm scared. Mm. I'm scared, Ped. I'm scared. I mean, I don't. That's how I visualise what that's, how you're you might talking. do. That's not how that's, I'm talking. No, but no, but it seems that no, way. No, it is. It's, it's you're yeah. like I might I have to go to bed now. Yeah. It's got that. No, it's because it, you know what, mate. You literally you you put it on and you're just doing things and you look on an hour's gone and you feel like you've done. You're like mm. being in a couple of places like so. It, it, now I'm enjoying it, but you're right. It's it's just not quite the same as much as as much as you look ahead and go. Oh no, forty stress free yeah. weekend from Everton. You do. You realise that you are just purely driven by the football season. Yeah, of course aren't we are. Of like, that's our, been our calendar forever, that as long as you can remember, isn't it? So it's like, when it's not there... Put it this way, right? Put it this way. Imagine what it's going to be like in the summer if... I know we're not... Fingers crossed, touch wood, all the rest of it. Like, imagine we were like just... We had a normal summer where it was like there was no football, but we couldn't really do anything either. It would... Oh, my God. Because at least last summer... It was a short window. I know we'd had the big, we'd had that big spell mm. where obviously there was no football because of being suspended. Yeah. But it, we were almost stuck in. We were stuck, weren't we, at that yeah. time in like Pegasus? So you mm. never, the, everything was frozen in life. Yeah. Whereas yeah. we could be coming to summer where I, I know we're, the, Euro- the flip side to that though is we could finish after Euros and after Copa America. And they're saying the Olympics are still going no, ahead. No, the Olympics are not going on. No, but, st- but they have said they're still going they're ahead. They're not going ahead. There's just no chance. I'm There's no chance. I'm telling you what No, I know said what you're there telling me, but I, I've oh. got inside. But it's oh, yeah. No, because I've been slaining. There you go. You know, I've been, been saying this. I've been giving yeah, you to the ground. Well, you are, just in case you get called up, in case you need it to but be But the thing about up. it is, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd have a chance. You would. Do you know what I mean? You would if, if nobody else was allowed to travel. You'd have it's not about the travelling. It's about, I think, a lot of athletes would be like, what's the point? I can't, like... Oh, that's what I mean. I've, I'm at the standard as we speak. A, you would have a good opportunity. I'm getting out there in the rain no and the snow and I'm, I'm, I'm putting the work in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, but what I was saying is because there's events, the footy could would be back quickly, wouldn't it? Because the summer will be jam-packed. So again, for from a, from a footballer's perspective, if you're an international footballer, it's gonna be another short season again. Sorry, short summer again for you, isn't it? Especially if you're in the Euros and you go far because the season has been elongated because of you know mm. these everything's been crammed together. Yeah, and then the turnarounds back for the next question season. mark is I suppose going back to what we were talking about is when do we fit our games in? Because that's probably going to be the difficult thing. Um, I think the Villa game will be quite easy to fit in. Neither it will be because we're in even Europe. But throw City down a might, be a, City. might be a more difficult. It'll be interesting fact. to see how we. It could end up a title decider. Well, it? what was funny was because we're playing we're playing them last game of the season. What, as well, what was I funny am. is I came in here on Monday, and um, I was in here before you. I, and I was joking with the title decider. No, but listen, yeah, listen. no, but listen. So I was sitting, I was talking to the Reds, and the Reds were like, 
because obviously we share a building with the uh, Redmen TV. Obviously, socially mm-hmm. distance, of course. Yeah. Um, but when I heard Paul, Machen was like, he was like, football's like, is this what football's really like? You know, Liverpool's dropping to fourth. And like, he's like, I've not experienced this kind, these kind of feelings for like two years. So I was like, oh, I've, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, he was like, we were talking, going, oh, yeah, you know. So who do you, you think's gonna have a chance? Like you know, everyone's like City are looking good. And I went, do you know who City played last game of the season? And they were like, no, I mean, they play us. And all their faces dropped. Like they going, what? And I, yeah, when they play us last game of the season, they were just like, <sighs> like they were like it was literally like they were wounded, and I just give them another kidney punch. Did they? Did they believe they'll still be in it last game of the season? Who them or? Obviously, because the Reds. Mm. It's not like they're not going to feel imagine, like that. Imagine, right? Imagine if the situation was flipped, mm. right? And they'd be, I mean, they wouldn't cope. They, no, w- they couldn't they cope with Everton, how Everton do things. They wouldn't be able to cope. But imagine if they were in our situation and they were coming from nowhere, yeah. right? And they were where they are. They believed they were going to win this league, even with this Everton. Of course, team, they wouldn't. Would that. that's, listen, that's the difference between us and them. Yeah, but I was just saying if, that was, if they had our players. Even with whatever limitations we say our our team has got, they would they would be saying we're going to win. Oh, they'd all be wearing t-shirts with like believe the dream or something. Yeah, I don't they know. They'd come up with some some slogan, some slogan, some slogan that had been clearly stolen from somebody else, mm. but they'd make it their own. The, I mean, the only slogan they had that was their own was "We come not to play," and, and quite frankly, they didn't play. That was quite. that was one of the most genius slogans I've ever you know it from was. that. Uh, that non-controversial um, kit maker warrior yeah. who probably who might be owned, owned by, by the same people who own Liverpool. I mean, I'm, I'm just speculating know. on that, you by know. the way. Um, but, uh, no, it's, 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 it is. It's mad. It's a mad... It's, I know we're going to drop off that in a minute, but it is a mad season, isn't it, with where you're looking at that? I suppose that. we might game, just talk about it now. No, but what I'm saying... It is a with, mad season, What I'm talking about with the games, though, with us, because we seem to have games. <laughs> we're playing every couple of days, mm. and then all of a sudden we find ourselves with... I know it's due to COVID and stuff, but we find ourselves with a... Winter break almost, haven't we? Put upon us, and then yeah. we return against Sheffield Wednesday. And obviously, the last time when we had the when we had the, the run at the beginning of the season, it was that first international break that sort of curtailed our on, men- yeah. mentality. But at the same time, we lost players. We needed we needed it for the players. And I suppose it's the same now. You know, it's it's that's the thing. It's we hopefully we'll we've missed a game which the core would have been unavailable for. Now, of course, he's going to be unavailable for the Leicester game, but there's an outside chance Alan might be back. Mm. Dominic Carvalhoon would have, wouldn't have played against Villa. You know, Villa. So if we leave him out against Sheffield Wednesday, then he's had plenty. You would imagine he's had plenty of time to get over what kind. Whatever. Do you think he will leave him out against Sheffield? Well, he's not fit, yeah. No, but no, he's fit. He won't. Don't him. forget it. It'll be. Since he spoke about him and said he wouldn't be available for Villa, it's going to have been like another. No, no, if he's fit. If he's fit, so. I think he will. Um, yeah. But. There's an opportunity mm. there, isn't there? There's mm. an opportunity to, to ready, play, yeah. but you've got Richarlison who could play front in that game. Mm. Um, so yeah. we it, it was, a, but the Premier League's just mental, isn't it? At the moment, you look at the table again, and every time you know Arsenal won again, um, and even though they're in the bottom half of the table, they're not that far behind points. Chelsea are struggling; they got beat by Leicester last night. Leicester currently, as we sit here, they're top of the league. Mm. I imagine. Well, Man United have got opportunities to go back top of the league, but. Um, it's it's just mad. Liverpool who are on a poor run are still only three points off the top and yeah they win City have got games in hand mm. and they they look the strongest team at the moment. West Ham are on the same points as us. They haven't won the games in hand. They haven't be top. No, I know that's what I'm saying. They haven't be top. We won our games in hand. West Ham are on the same points. I know mm. they've played a couple more. Chelsea don't seem to have won many games since before Christmas and yet they're on they're probably what six, at least six, six points, points behind us. Yeah. So it is a mad season and. It's almost like you, it's just I don't know when this thing's gonna break. I know we haven't we haven't got halfway yet, so it's hard to speculate. But it's you don't I don't know what it's gonna whether it's gonna be like the top ten teams are just gonna continue to beat the bottom ten teams, and and it's almost gonna be like if you play a team in the bottom half, you've got to win it. If you were, you know what I mean, it feels like that at the moment, doesn't it? It's like mm. you've come. Every team is looking at the moment going. We've got to win this game. It doesn't matter who it's against. We've got to win this game. Because you look at someone... I think Wolves are a big indicator of what happens when you don't beat the teams. I mean, obviously, we beat them last week. But they're a big indicator of team... If you don't um, win games of football in... Je- but, you know, you look at them. You keep on thinking they're going to... 
win a couple of games and get up to where. Mm. But they don't. The fifteenth. Don't look that way, do they? No. So no, they're struggling. And it, the league is weird. It's it is almost it has almost become the top ten versus the bottom ten, which is a, it's just mad because we haven't. This is something obviously we haven't seen for years. Um, due to obviously all the reasons we spoke about COVID, no fans and everything else. So, but I don't know whether it will break. I don't know whether this will just continue because I don't see. I've said this to you before. Yeah. When you actually watch football, I like I. I know I watch more football than you, but I am losing a bit of interest because those games that I used to tune in for are, are soulless. Now. I can't watch them. I put, I, I put honestly Leicester Chelsea on for four minutes last night and turned it off. I can watch highlights. I just right? turned it. Yeah, I watched the highlights. I can watch highlights, but I I I, but, I I get bored really quickly. Mm. If it's on, I really do. If, of course, if it's ever West Ham, West Brom, I would have normally. So in times gone by, right, yeah. I would have watched a bit of. Why I'd, wouldn't you though? Why I'd, wouldn't you watch a game like that? David no. Moyes versus Big Sam. I mean, that's just I know, got but I put it quality on a, in a, a quality stage. Turned it off again after about a minute because. Well, it, it, I think okay. If there's anything we understand, why we, listen, we all know why stadiums are empty. We all mm. understand that. But I say one thing though: if we're talking about the product, and if we're talking about. It's just literally just being announced now the games are going to continue to be free to wear, which they will be to the end of the season. Why are you kidding anyone? Yeah. Right? They're going to be free to wear. Well, not free to wear. You've got to Sky, of course, or BT, but you know what I mean. Oh, they're, not pay, they're not pay-per-view. I think the BBC have got... Yeah, they've got yeah, like a couple, haven't they? Yeah. But this is, would be a fantastic opportunity now for, you know, f- f- fans and the fans of you know who, who work together... Um, and 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 put put it out there how important fans are to these games because you can't tell me Sheffield United would have f- what they on five points. Five points you would you yeah. can't tell me they'd have only have five points if Bramall Lane wasn't full every week. You just can't. Yeah. You know, all those teams would have more points. Uh, the, the league would be a lot more balanced, right? So I just think that this is this would be a great opportunity for them to turn rounds and to, to to the Premier League and to clubs and say, listen. This product is awful without fans. We mm. we are the tr- we make not only going the game but we make watching the game, mm. and that might be an opportunity to get to do what though cheaper tickets maybe. I'm just possibly, you know yeah. possibly. No, I think it? I I agree with you. I mean, I look at when you break football down. You know, I've said to you, you know, that I often moan about this and argue, but the. People go on about the Premier League and it's this and it's that and it's amazing and it's all of it. But when you actually watch the games and the quality of the games, the game's awful. The quality, the level's awful. You watch other other countries, the, the, what they actually do with a football oh, yeah. is miles better than us. Miles better. Liverpool are, were, have been amazing for years, but what's Liverpool now? Average team with, with world-class strikers. Man City are probably the only real quality team in terms of what they can do. And yeah, they oh like they've they've really improved defensively this season. After a slow start they've got better, haven't they? But you look at a lot of other look at us, we're not. We watch us. Now we've watched Everton play better football yeah, than easily. what we're doing now. And yet we It's functional football. We could win the league. I'm not saying we will and I'm not saying we'd even be in the but but we're at the halfway stage for most teams. Yeah. And Everton win the two games on the top. So Everton could theoretically win the league this year with probably some of, some of the most basic football I would put it at at times we started the season put it this way Baz we started the season fantastic this time last year we were 30-40 points behind yeah exactly and now we're now, now we've now won our games and we've got we'd top. Be top so have, have Everton really got made better. up that ground in 12 months no. on Liverpool or so there's, there's obviously a few reasons for it and, and halfway through it can't all be because they're just not performing and, and we're over. It can't be that because you can't get halfway through a season and say that. You see, but I do the XG stuff with Andy. And what I would say is, like, taking Liverpool's form at the moment, mm. because they're the current champions, they're performing as their XG has been for the last three years. They're doing now what their XG has been. It's just that Liverpool have hugely overperformed in XG. But then again, then, that the shows, few years. When, again, though, that shows the value of 
playing at Anfield. Playing though. Anfield where it's full, where and it's full, momentum and having that belief yeah. and what that drives. And the, the club. club bring we haven't have listen. You were you were lucky enough to go to one of the games at Goodison. I mean, you say lucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks to Bill. Now you were at one of the games at Goodison. We saw that we seen the Arsenal game when fans were there, the crowd Make in the difference. stadium. Huge difference, especially the Chelsea game when you were at yeah. because they don't forget they were seventeen games unbeaten that night. They come to Goodison and we we'd lost a couple and we, it was a big you know we were saying. We'd draw. only won one in what, five, won, yeah, seven? One in seven it was. And it was, if we get a draw, that's all right, because we've got to build momentum. Yeah. And we beat them because of the crowd. The fans are superb. Same the Arsenal game a week later. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. The crowd got us mm-hmm. through. And OK, United, there was a crowd in and we just couldn't in the cup. It was one of them, wasn't it? Whoever scored first, you thought, would win that game. But we were in until the 88th minute. Yeah, minute. So the crowd really make a difference. We know that. Yeah. We've, we've won. We've always got a decent home record. When we haven't always got a great team, so we proved that Burnley wouldn't have been as awful as no. they were this season. With going to Turf Moors, horrible, horrible place to go with the crowd on your back and the way they play. And you're right, Sheffield United wouldn't be. Sheffield United were had an opportunity for Europe last season yeah. with their crowd, and this year they're going no, down, no. aren't they? Well, they're 100 going down, aren't they? So, and, and that that's it, isn't it? It's and I think that's a really that that creates an opportunity that may never come back. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to fans. And I've, what's weird is, though, I've, I've not really seen it. not really seen anyone pushing that narrative, to be honest. You always see that people will have an opportunity. And listen, people who the people who, who have been doing this for years have done a fantastic job. You know, people who uh, got the, the away tickets for... 20, you know, they wanted 20-quid 20, 20 tickets. They got them for 30. It's made it... It's made it a lot more reasonable to go to away games. You don't, you're not second-guessing whether... You know, when people... People maybe four, five, six years ago might have been second guessing going to the likes of the Emirates or Chelsea or or wherever because it was sixty pounds, seventy pounds at times to go. Yeah. You know when you add your travel and everything and your days when people take days off work, it's a hell of an outlay, especially if you've got kids and stuff you want to introduce. What do you say to the? I've seen because I've seen this argument yeah. thrown around by certain people is that if you're a Goodison and you're just say for argument, say your ticket costs thirty pound because mm. your season ticket it works out to thirty pound a game, and yet there's Arsenal fans in there end up only had to pay twenty pounds yeah. to watch the same game. How do you feel about that? Does it bother you? Well, no, because or... I suppose it, if we're paying the same price to go and watch them to watch at the Emirates, mm. then that's how it, that's then that works that out. works out, doesn't it? And yeah. because I'm, 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 but this is a chance but where then only two, three thousand can. No, go I know, but then and I get that. I'm, I'm not, but I'm saying this is the chance, isn't it? Yeah. Surely, if there's ever a chance. To go and speak to clubs and have a little bit of power, right? Because it's not going to last forever, and clubs could easily turn around and say, "Well, we've just lost out on X, X amount there because of it." But it's very clear. Now it mightn't even be. It mightn't even be. It mightn't even be uh, going to match. It might be watching the match on TV. Mm. Those, you know, the product. I, I don't know what the number. Listen, I think we get this. We have this idea that when big games are on, like. Sky or whatever, there's like millions watching. I bet you there was about a million people watching the Man United Liverpool game on Saturday this Sunday. In this country, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying in this country, where wide's different. Rory Smith done an article for the New York Times this week saying um, that people who watch television games on television are often looked down on. He said, but 99% of people who watch football matches, more than 99% of people watch Watch it on TV because you're forgetting about the worldwide appeal and Mm. how important it is. We know it's hugely important. We know it's hugely important to the finances. It's kept Everton going for years and years, yeah. the, the uh, TV deal. But surely this is a fantastic opportunity for those fan groups to get together and go, these, see the way these games are all rubbish. Mm. Sure, and it, I know that's really difficult because as soon as you're allowed to go in, there will be a rush. Everyone will want to yeah, go anyway. Go and, and the clubs might even go the other way and go, you've missed this, haven't you? Oh, this is how much it's going to cost you now. I really hope they don't. But there'll be people out there, Baz, and you'll know this yourself, who go, oh, I'm used to watching on television now. I don't need the hassle. Save the money as well. I don't need the hassle. Oh, I've enjoyed that money I've saved. Not going to the match. Um, you know, mm. you know, you know, we can do other things on a Saturday afternoon now and just get it, be there for the match and then go up, do things before and do things after. Mm. I don't need all the hustle and bustle. So I, I don't know. I, I just think it would be an opportunity to, to just... Ask the question. I think it as a. I think it'd be nice. Not that ours are that expensive anyway. I'm saying mine's not expensive. No, no. Well, I, I think the club, clubs, or or maybe the TV or all of it together, 
it'd be nice if they, if they don't get its business, but it'd be nice if there was an appreciation yeah. of the supporters because when we're allowed to go back in, their money's going to go back up again because yeah. of all the stuff we're spending and money. So it, it, you would like to think that they, the appreciation would flip both ways. Mm. I think the I think certainly the, the players and the, the managers and stuff appreciate it. I think we've heard Carlo Ancelotti say many times that we can't wait to get back and you want to you want the likes of Alan and James Rodriguez to experience. No one's vit- watched vitriolic. James Rodriguez play in the flesh. No, well that's it. Isn't it? You want to see vitriolic good. You want them to feel that the bear pit that Goodison can be in big games, so that they fall in love a little bit more with the fact. Because at the moment, to them, they're just having a game of footy with a blue kit on, aren't they? Mm. But this club called Everton, they haven't experienced the fans. So it, it, it is an opportunity. Whether it's taken, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it'd be nice for it'd be nice if there was. Football and bodies or football but, clubs did appreciate yeah. support. The Premier League is is just mental low, and as I said, we're only just getting to the halfway point now. Mm. Um, and that, so I mean, this is almost that thing in your head where you're looking at going, oh, this title running, but we're only just getting to halfway. We're getting to like basically Boxing Day, aren't we now? And no one really mm. speaks about speaks about those things at, at this point. So it's going to be really interesting watch it all get crammed in and see how Liverpool and Man City. Being in the Champions League, Man United, I think it'll be a little bit easier because they're playing in the Europa, Europa League and do they really need to be that serious about it? Because if they go out of that because they're only playing squad players, no one's going to really bat an eyelid if if they're going for the Premier League, certainly. Whereas for Liverpool and certainly City, it might be a little bit more difficult to juggle them. Mm, possibly. But, uh, possibly. And, that and, might t- and that'll open the door to the likes of Leicester. And Chelsea. Yeah. Of course, they're still in the Champions League. so. And that's where Leicester could... I know Leicester is still in the... Europa League mm. but again they, they've got the Champions they've got the opportunity of getting in the Champions League or even winning the league then they're going to just put the Europa League to the side possibly but then so, that might be to their detriment because mm. like I've said before if they lose lost Jamie Vardy for more than a couple of games they're, they're in trouble and always well let's let's just talk about I mean obviously transfer windows open mm. for a couple more weeks um, we are covering it daily basically on the show, mm-hmm. whether it be Everton transfers or just general transfers. Um, and if you want, we're looking for three questions a day. If you can tweet us ha- with the hashtag fanline, that would be really nice. Mm-hmm. About yeah, anything. Anything. It can be, an op- it can be a question or an opinion, but, but just have the fanline. What, what's it. really interesting is the idea of there is a big opportunity. There is a huge opportunity for one of those teams that we've spoken about to go and go and put some money on on somebody that could improve their squad and really push them forward at the half as we are in the halfway point. You're gonna get half a season if you or there thereabout. Mm. And I just wonder whether is there anyone out there and you know what team do you think could benefit most from this? From going and doing putting in, the outlay on? In terms of winning. We'll or certainly winning it or Champions League, yeah, yeah. Because we we were here four years ago, and I remember mm. speaking to remember speaking to Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV when we were doing a deadline show, mm. and it was when Leicester won the league, mm. and I was saying to him at the time they were linked with a Bamiang at the yeah, time yeah, yeah. Uh, before they got him, and I was like, why didn't you just go and get him? He could have won you the league because it was still open. Yeah. Leicester were still top. Well, they were top. doing all right. They were doing great. Mm. I was like, why didn't you? And he was like, oh, we don't really need him yet. I was like. He could be the difference in you winning the league mm. or not. And he didn't go for him and then Leicester ended up winning the league. And I just wonder whether there is a situation like that this season that could that could open up. I mean, there is. I mean, people are people are applying it to us, aren't they? And saying, you know, if Everton go and do this, I've seen a few pundits who aren't Evertonians mm. saying, you know, if Everton go and buy. It's always another striker, isn't it? That's <laughs> what you see more than anything. What we need is another striker. Well, and you're like, that's well, because... People don't. It's not that they don't think Dominic Carvalhoon's not good enough. I think they just think that Everton need that option off the bench, and I agree. No, I, to a point. I, what I'm saying is, though, who, when you're looking at it like that, who could Everton get? That's not for them to. That's no, not for them no, to get involved in. It's, though, when, is it? it's when that phrase is put in, if we can get is. that add that bit of quality, and it's like, well, who is it? When you're looking around, but do you think they know who it is, though, Bash? No, some old pundits it's on just, TV. It's just a. It's just a line, isn't yeah, it? That's, it is. that's you know spouted. Obviously, Crystal Palace are looking at. Or, you know, there's a loose agreement, I don't know whether it's been signed off yet, for Jean-Philippe 
Mateta. He's in London, isn't he? From Mainz, so he's, he's over here now. Looks like that's going to happen. And he's one who's a potential, who looks like a good striker, nice and mobile, done well in Germany. And he's only 21, I think. So he's one who you go, he would have been good for Everton because he's someone who you could have had off the bench, who's not guaranteed yeah. to play, but he, you know he's, he's a good option, he's quite quick. So he would have been a nice player to bring in and have a look at. Uh, I know there was a lot of people wanted Jovic on loan from uh, from Real Madrid. I think he's gone somewhere anyway. But he's gone know, to Frankfurt, back to Frankfurt. Yeah, back to Frankfurt. So there's them them opportunities mm. that have bounced around. Everton have been linked with Martin Odegaard today. Um, Real Madrid midfielder who's a highly rated. You know, was he the kid they got when he was sixteen. Yeah, got him from Norway when he was sixteen. He was fantastic for Real Sociedad last season. Um, and he's a quality player midfield, attacking midfield, and he's he's dead mobile. So someone like him, I think, would yeah. make a difference to Everton. Like an Arteta signing. But just and yeah, but he's twenty two. Great, you know, great ability to go forward yeah. would would allow us to play a couple of different ways. So someone like that, I think, could make a difference. Leon Bailey, you know, I've been banging on about him for weeks and weeks, and another two assists last night at the time of recording. He's a fan, he, he will be a difference maker for me. So that's from an Everton perspective. You're looking at. Other clubs, Leicester could probably do with another striker because mm. Iniatio is he's all right. I mean, he loves a game against Everton, but he doesn't really do it so much against other clubs. Perez is hit and miss, isn't mm. he? From Newcastle, you know, he, he looks all right one minute and he, he couldn't hit a, a barn door the next. So if they lost Jamie Vardy, Leicester, I mean, it's proven with mm. I think the last 25 games he's not scored and they've lost 16 of them, you know. Yeah. So it, it's it's not. I know he's he's had he's on a, a little bit of a, a dodgy run at the minute, and he's won a couple, of, and that's in that thing. But I think Leicester could do with a striker. Uh, Liverpool could probably do with a centre back. Mm. To be honest, they're having to play. You know, they they're not scoring goals at the minute, but it's because the midfield isn't disrupted. Yeah, the midfielders are playing centre back, so I think if they could get a. But again, it's who you bring in, isn't it? You're looking and going. We'll get a centre back. Well, Klopp's probably looking and going. There's Van Dijk when mm. he'll be back in next season. Got Joe Gomez and he'll be back and there's Matip and the, so it's who who they could bring in who'd come in on loan but would actually be decent enough yeah. to play for. It's them. a it's a weird one, isn't it? I think because I think the transfer market's completely changed now. It's like mm. there aren't these little gems that you go out and buy, go out and get, or even go out and get on loan. Or we we used to see like Sir Alex Ferguson going out getting these like little gems in the in like someone like Larson. Mm. You know what I mean? There's none of those kind of players knocking around anymore. I think that that you can Robbie Keane back on loan from yeah, every yeah. summer for about every, every winter. But for you never see months. that, do you? you? Never. There's never these little gems knocking around that could make a difference. That you could say, "Go, you might play 15 to 20 yeah, games." Yeah, I mean, I look at Landon Donovan. Mm. Exactly, yeah, he was fantastic at that time for us. Exactly, for, nothing, just for a couple of months. There's hit. no one. There's no one like. There's no one out there that you just oh, who springs to, to your mind off the top of your head where you just go. He could take the pressure off for like a month or so, just mm. give a few people a rest. It's it's weird the way it's gone football. Because um, I look at because you look at the other end of the table though as well. And you look at Brighton. I know they won at the weekend to beat Leeds, didn't they? And you look at them and think they're a good footballing team, but they can't they can't put the ball in the net, right? So if there was someone out, Shane Tosin would be good for them because they loved Glenn Murray. I think. He's, well, and he looks like when he he's played the hair oh, up, he's got he's oh, very much leave a little spot at the back. He's very much Glenn Murray. But this is you think there would be opportunity mm. for you think they go out to Palace. That's an interesting move for Palace because Palace are uh, mid table and they might be thinking, listen, are they thinking we can do something? Are they thinking we need to get away from the bottom area, or are they just thinking, well, there's an opportunity to bring a really talented kid in here? You know what I mean? It's 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 difficult to know the motives, but. Saying it's it's a it's play it's a flip though as well don't forget exactly yeah yeah but it's it's an interesting one because I think everyone in the Premier League has got an opportunity to do something mm. no one is even if you look at Sheffield United that's thirty six points this season isn't going to be the mark to keep you up is it no. let's be honest it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a lot lower you would imagine. Just by the amount of games. No, West Brom, yeah, okay, they lost again last night. But they're still, they're st- they've still got an opportunity to get out of it. Well, they're, they're five points adrift, West Brom, of Burnley. Burnley've got two games in hand. But, the, so Bay- I mean, let's, but the six from Brighton on level games. So Burnley need players. I mean, the number one player they'd be looking at would be a small mobile right-back. I'd suggest... I would suggest. He's, he's a good tackler, yeah, definitely. I would suggest yeah. that... Uh, 
Positionally, he's not great, but no. that's that's an area they would they would they would, they would need to spend would have, seven prob- and a half eight million. Yeah, on with a, on a, with great. someone whose name is is shouted by every Catholic mother in the dingle to bring their son in. Okay. <laughs> There's a um, lot of John Joes in the dingle. That, a lot of John Joes in the go. dingle. Um, no, but the Burnley's one. But I, I'll tell you who's an interesting one. And go on. Ned mentioned them before, and that's Wolves. Oh, yeah. Now, okay, they're on. They've lost nine of their 19 games this season. They're on yeah. 22 points, so they are, they're not in any danger of going down. They've got, they're too good to go down anyway. But they're a team that they seem too good to go down. They've probably got that. enough points to right? stay up. Well, exactly. But if you look, well, well they're, what? they're already... You know, Sheffield United are getting nowhere near no. 17 points from them. West Brom, they're 11, although West Brom did beat them at the weekend. Mm. They're 11 points away from West Brom and they're 10 points away from Fulham. But Wolves, just just to keep their momentum going, a striker, you know, they've lost yeah. Raul Jimenez, who's a fantastic striker, fractured skull, who knows when he'll be back, you know, if he'll play again this season, they don't know. Um, they've been very non-committal on it, and I don't think they can be. Because it was a bad injury. So they, you know, they've lost the um, thingy Jota, the Ogo Jota to Liverpool. So they've they lost the source of their goals yeah, last yeah. season, you know. And now they haven't really got. They've got Fabio Silva, who's a young kid, eighteen years of age, who's a nice prospect, looks a decent footballer. But is he going to get regular Premier League goals? Well, he's not done it so far. It's not even the kind that kind so, of goals though, is it? I mean, let's be honest. The kind of goals they were scoring, they were scoring a hell of a lot of headers mm. to get them out of, you know, to win games, yeah, get them a point yeah. in there. They're not, they haven't got that kind of player to do that at the moment. They've got mm. no one to replicate that. So Wolves. What about Newcastle? Because Newcastle are an interesting one. They've played eighteen. Bruce. They've they've played eighteen games, so they've lost fifty percent of their games. Mm. Newcastle. They're on nineteen points. Fulham have got two games. Sorry, got a game in hand on them. So Fulham are to win that. There's, mm. a, there's four points between them. So they're not. They're not. You know, totally safe there. No. West Brom, Allardyce will get results. Whether we, whether people like him or not, he knows how to get results. He's just like I said. You know, he's narrowly lost to West Ham in the week, which was a, a, a great goal by Antonio to win it. Otherwise, he might have nicked mm. the point there. He went to Wolves at the weekend and beat them. But he will have seen two away games, Allardyce and Gonville. Well, two points will do us there from yeah. those two games. Yeah, and they've got three. Yeah. So the, in his eyes, they're probably a point up yeah, on yeah, what they had. Definitely. You know, they got a point at Liverpool, which no one expected. Oh, yeah. They didn't deserve, but they got it. So they're a point up again. So for him, he's given them a fighting chance now of staying up. They need a striker, Schenk Tosin. They need a centre forward. I think, you know the. There's, but what was really interesting is the Premier League are investigating oh, that game right, now, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Because Robert Snodgrass was not allowed to play despite signing for West Brom last week from West Ham. It was an agreement, wasn't it? So, which is not allowed. No. So we that, did that once? we done it with Tim Howard, didn't we, against Man United? Yeah. We tried him, didn't play him, even yeah. though the Premier League said he had to play. But they, that was years ago. They were a little bit more strict now. So that, I think they're an interesting one, Newcastle, because I think they should take the points off West Ham. They are, definitely. Um, take them all, all up and relegate them. Relegate them. Yeah. Um, no, but Newcastle and Interest. No, they are. But they I are... think aren't they looking at a young um, powerhouse called Debenhams? Isn't that what Mike Ashley focused on at the moment? Is he? Young powerhouse <laughs> De- Debenhams in. Um, yeah, good big unit. Here's a big of, unit. Got a lot of room to improve. No, it's it's and and that's why it's weird that it is so quiet. Because there's so many opportunities, but like you said, it's who did he bring in? Where did he get them from? You know, we've seen the likes of Azel go, mm. Danny Drinkwater go to Turkey. Arsenal have uh, just terminated Socrates, or Socrates, if you want to call him that. Do you know who I think would be boss for West Brom? Who? Yannick Balassi. I'm, su- I'm surprised. Sam's had them before. I'm surprised. There's a few teams down there who I think he could probably help out see I know I'm being, being serious here just because your Premier League experience someone like Brighton yeah. who, who just like to mix it up they've got good players but they've got I know listen that we don't know whether Balassi can do it in the Premier League still we haven't seen him in the Premier League mm. for a while but a couple of those clubs could take a chance on him on loan he's, uh, he's out of contract in the mm. summer if he went in to one of those clubs and had a little bit of a go for a few months and done alright then they could he's free at the end of the season they could renegotiate with him a smaller con and if he doesn't do it, what if they lost his wages for a few months or and I'm sure Everton would come to an agreement where Everton would probably pay 
and subsidise some of his wages anyway just to get him out the door on a mm. thing. So be. I mean, that's what the obviously that's what Marcel Brands last week said he was focused on getting rid of, still getting rid of players. Obviously, Yanapasi and Mo Bessage will go at the end of the season anyway. They're out of contract, but we've seen Ella Sims leave to go to Blackpool today on loan. Obviously, mm. young striker um, needs to go, needs to play to see if he can bridge that gap. To get into the years squad. of age, he needs. To be no, he needs to be playing now. It's simple as that. You know, Chen Tosin sitting on our bench, and you know he's not good enough. We all know he's not good enough. We've mm. we've got obviously got Moise Keane because that's the opportunity, isn't it? Moise Keane's out on PSG. Um, um, never played last week in the you know, French. Put him on, isn't it? It was a French Cup final, wasn't there? And they won, but they played a Cardi because he's back fit now. And I know he played at the weekend, so. That he's still he's still gonna play games, but yeah. this is definitely now. Even you know the, is this the sweet spot. I think this is the sweet spot because I think that I think if a cardi starts getting more games as the business end of the season starts to become, you know, of course they've got Champions League, so it might just be a case of a cardi plays Champions League games and he plays league games, mm. but they're still gonna want to get that league sorted. And he has been scoring goals, so it's not like not yeah, like he's he, got one and three for them. So, so it's not like he won't have. But you just think if we could. If we could get rid of him now, because he's not coming back. I mean, he's not, he's not come, once you've played a few games with Mbappe and Neymar, why would you want to come back? It's in the Champions He'd League. He'd only come back if he was if he was kind of guaranteed yeah. to play for us, wouldn't he? And that isn't going to happen while we while we play one up front mm. and we've got Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Who and we haven't got enough games? No, so unless we get into Europe, yeah, yeah. obviously. So Or win the league, you never know. Uh, no, but unless we get into Europe, so it might be the right time. But then again, Everton can't do anything about it, can they? If, if no, PSG no. don't table enough for Everton. And if we invited, then the price would go down. Exactly. So, so we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait um, see on that one. But if he was to go... Then that might be an opportunity yeah. to grab someone, like yeah. That. But otherwise, I, I guess Everton. I mean, we've been like obviously quite heavily with Joshua Zerksy at Bayern Munich, who's a young striker, and uh, Everton have kind of saying from this end there's nothing in it. Sky Germany are saying there is. So obviously an agent. Maybe Bayern Munich and negotiating with those fellas in the bed sitting in Manchester. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Maybe, or maybe Everton have just made an inquiry as just what his availability is, and and someone took that as to mean, oh yeah, he's Everton definitely won him over ever so. But he's that's, I mean, it isn't the maddest link in the world, is it? Given his age and his profile, but I still, I'd still find it unlikely that he'll come in. So people don't want links like that. They'll do. They, they don't. All right, Bayern Munich is. It's lovely to see Bayern Munich striker linked with Everton or whatever. But not like you said, like you said before, you want. You want Leon Bailey's. Mm. You want players who are ready to take that next step, who have shown it in mm. like a Bundesliga, one of the top yeah. leagues, shown it in Europe. Mm. You want a player who's ready to take, not not a player who's like two steps behind. No. You want a player who's ready to take that next step. We don't no. want another Gwil and Plessis, do we? No, no. I would definitely, I definitely don't think that's the kind of player we should be looking at. Um, and you know, because he did come in and, and was famously on the bench against Chelsea course, and just warmed you know, up. And then never, never got you on. Don't want another Magai gay playing in an FA Cup semi-final situation. No. Nobody wants that. Really, he's not ready. No one wants that. No. Um, but this guy, you know, yeah, it just I don't know whether it's gonna it's gonna light up in the next couple of weeks. But you know what? If it does, we'll bring it. We'll bring it to you. I'm I mean, gonna... the thing is, just very briefly, do you think the club? Do you think the club are just going? Listen, we're staying on the track. See, yeah. we're, we're, we know what we're doing. The plan is to bring X, Y, and Z in in the summer. And listen, this season we're on course for our aim, which is to try to get into the Europa League. Mm. We're in that position at the moment where we can. Well, if the league finished, we'd be in the Europa League now, wouldn't we? So that that's where we're, that's what they're looking at, yeah. aren't they? We're in that battle to be in that. Of course, as fans, we look and go. I tell you what, if we could get him and him. We, you know, we could win this league, or we could get in the Champions League, and that this opportunity might not arise again for another three yeah. years. And that's what fa- Evertonians will be looking at and saying, "Wasted opportunity if we don't." But it isn't always e- as easy just to go as bring that bit of quality. In. No, especially not with all the co- with the COVID situation. But Odegaard, I'd, I'd be very interested if that was a real goer because he is a he is a very very good footballer, and I think he mm. would make like Bailey. He would make a difference because we have got that yeah. hole in the midfield where. Mm. We're still, we even when most all of our players are fit, there's still one place yeah. in that midfield. That's definitely, free, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's the FA Cup this weekend. We're playing Sheffield Wednesday on Sunday. Just before we mention that, before we get to that, uh, Peter Clark played his 800th game for for uh, or it, well, not his 800th game for Tranmere, mm-hmm. but he played it for Tranmere. They won three two in a game. James Vaughan scored, but I played him his debut for Evan in two thousand and one. Against yeah. Coventry, three, three, one, three, one win away, which was very unusual for a while. I was there. We were Everton were absolutely magnificent. I think we went three 0 up. Lee Carsey scored a pen with about five minutes left, and I still wasn't convinced we'd win the game because to be fair. it was that it was that fixture where you played them twice in a month. Yeah. You know the turnaround, and they beat us at Goodison on about the. I don't know whether it was Boxing Day or the twenty eighth. Mustafa Hadji, I think, had scored, and um, they beat us two one at home. And you were like, oh my God, we're in mm. trouble. And we went, I remember, me and my mate Andy, we drove, we drove to Coventry and parked in this road just outside someone's house and walked to Highfield Road. And you got in and you're thinking, big game this today. And Everton come out very un-Everton, like went 3-0 up and we're in total control. But yeah, Peter Clark come on, I think the last 10 minutes maybe. And no, he came on after about 30 on? minutes. Oh, yeah. was it? Alec Cleland got injured. Oh, Cleland went off, yeah. Classic yeah. Cleland. Classic Cleland. Um, I just remember Gary Breen warming up for them before the game. He just focused on him. And he was on the penalty spot. And they're like... Trainer. Warming up on the penalty spot? Yeah, yeah. And their trainer was throwing balls up to him. And he was heading them over the halfway line from the penalty spot. I was Jesus. thinking, my God, he got like the greatest <laughs> neck muscles ever in the game. He's crap. Yeah, but he looked great in the warm-up. So did Peter, uh, Paul Dirkin, who was the referee that day, doing some mad, like he was at a house party in the 90s. Warm-up. Was, uh, was I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> but you are all sick. But uh, yeah, but we won 3 1. It was, a, it was a massive win that day with the yellow kit. Do you know what score we played, uh, got on the week after? I think that we had Trammy that yeah, got beat 3 0. We only won four more games, mm. and that was January. Well, I remember because I was I was working at Everton at the time, and I remember the, the Trammy game the week later, and it was Bedlam. The game was sold out. And it was one of them things that Everton were quite fond of. Well, well, it wasn't. To be honest, it wasn't us in the ticket. We sent stuff out. Royal Mail decided not to deliver a lot, so a lot of people had to come on the day, pick tickets up, and pick tickets up. But obviously, not realizing that it was a derby game, like a derby match, and it was mad. So mm-hmm. turned up, and the queues were, were just everywhere. So we were still open up, and I watched the first ten minutes. Stood on a desk. We had a window above the family enclosure, looking out. Legged it out a quarter past three. Ran along to my seat, sat down, and I think they, I think Huma scored just not long after it with a chip. Steve Yates got two. Steve, yeah, I don't know Steve whether Steve Yates, Yates ever scored again, but he got two that day to Edison. They beat us three 0 in what was one of the most horrific results yeah. in uh, Everton's history. It was. But congratulations, Peter Clark. Well done, Peter Clark. Yeah, team born as well. Another young lad. Still the uh, Premier League's youngest ever. Did you say another young lad? You made his day. Still think the young, don't you? You just got it. What I mean is, he made his day. Still the youngest youngest ever Premier League goal scorer. Um, It's right, Thorny. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant for Peter Clark. So, Mm. Sheffield Wednesday, FA Cup, fourth round. Sunday night, traditional big club, traditional old fixture. Um. But obviously, Sheffield Wednesday have never quite been the same since they got relegated. No, they've never. Never really bounced back. They're in a bit the of, they've got a manager, have they? No. Pulis left. Pulis left, yeah. Obviously, they weren't providing uh, them with enough wipes for his trainees. No, that was the that was the key thing. No. Said I can't, if I can't keep me, me trainees pristinely yeah. white, then I'm getting off. Obviously, they had um, Gary Monk, didn't he, last season, and then he, Pulis replaced him. And, uh, it's not really happened for them, but... Big, like you say, big club, Sheffield Wednesday, historical big club. Um, normally a very strong, well, they have got a very strong fan base. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's been since they've gone down, the days of uh, Benito Carboni and Paolo Di Canio when they were, they were Carl building. Carl Palmer, of course. Carl, big Carlton. And uh, the days of the mm. Canio pushing over Paul Alcock and no balls was um, quite, you know, and it's staggered. Somebody fell over. That was the staggered falls. <laughs> and uh, incredible. But that was that was when Chef mm-hmm. went. It was always a difficult game, Sheffield Wednesday forever. Yeah. Always. But obviously we like you said, we I beat, remember going we to beat she- them last year. I remember we? going to Sheffield Wednesday when we when we won five. Five nil. Five one it was five one, wasn't it? Or was it five two? Oh five two last five, night. Two. Sorry, I thought you were taking Chelsea. Yeah, I'll yeah, oh, Chelsea. Absolutely amazing. And that was there the last time we played not the last time, sorry, the second to last last time we played them. We played them in the League Cup and we beat them. Um I think it was two, 2007, was it? 
we beat them 3 0, was it something like that? 2 0, 3 0. We beat them 2 0 last season. We did, uh, with, yeah, Dominic Cavalier got a brace there last season. I went to every. The, the, we had them, didn't we, in the FA Cup in 88, we had them four times, yeah. and I went to three of the, the three games, and they were 1 1. And I couldn't go to the fourth, or it was the third replay, and we we were beating them 5 0 at half time. So listen to it on the. That's radio. right, kids. That's how FA Cup games used to be settled. I. I listened to it on the radio. Brilliant. And I remember, I remember, to I remember Clyde Silsley as we scored. And he said, 5 0, F I V E 5. Sheffield Wednesday 0, Everton 5. And we're not even at half time. That's what used to happen, kids. That's what it was like. You played games till someone won. Till someone won. Basically. In one of the replays, Graham Sharp scored an absolutely hell of a volley at Goodison. They had an horrible kit on. But it was they were just yeah. pit was it like a lilac. They had like an horrible yeah, like yeah. an horrible just an horrible kiss. But uh, yeah, that was the, the one. I but they're um, so, currently they're currently below Rotherham, so they're second from bottom. Yeah. They've got nineteen points from twenty three games. They've had their last couple of games called off mm. due to COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, very much like Rotherham. Um, well, Rotherham was second to bottom when they come to go. Yeah, they and, they, point, and, they, they, and they they done the, they done they done well. Um, yeah, it's a tough game again, won't yeah. it? It'll be a tricky game. They'll come and, and I've seen a thing. People saying, you know, "Oh, they're, they're gonna have to play the kids and all that," but I, th- I don't think that's accurate. I think their squad are, uh, will be out of it in time, but obviously won't have been able to train and stuff. Mm. So Everton have got to use that to their advantage and make sure we win the game. You know, it's a great opportunity. We know we've got spares at home in the fifth round. Wickham or Wickham's, yeah, hopefully. Dennis had an and score a couple and knock um, Spurs out. But, um, yeah, you know, Wickham or Spurs at Goodison, that's the prize. So beat them, and then you're in the half of the next... Well, you're in, you're literally in the next well, And we've had a, we've obviously had a good spell as well of a break. Mm-hmm. So we so our players should be refreshed. Obviously, yeah. our players, different for our players, they can train every day. But players should be refreshed, players should be available. Um, and hopefully, you know, we'll, have a, we'll, we'll go out there with a little bit more... Of an appetite for it, you know. Obviously, against Rodham, it wasn't a great performance. We've done what we need to do in the end. The core ale play, I imagine, yeah. because he suspended against Leicester. Mm. Um, and yeah, Richarlison should be back. Whether Dominic Alvaloon's back or not, we don't know. And yeah, we've just got to try and you know go out there and just try and be a little bit more forceful and be oh, with the same attitude we had in the extra time against Rodham, whereas you know it was it was like. No, we're the Premier League team. We're we're just gonna start playing now and do what we should have done for the whole game. And it is difficult because they are. I mean, the last game would have been. It was like the middle of the twelve o'clock kickoff and no crowd. It just it was just felt very. It felt very Dallas. Flat, wasn't yeah, it? very very flat. And we scored. You know, we started the Rotherham game. We started first fifteen minutes. We were fine. We were all over them. We and it looked like it was gonna be a comfortable afternoon. We scored after whatever it was, first ten minutes. So it was a lovely little finish and. Mm-hmm. You look like, yeah, well, this will be comfortable. This Anthony Gordon looked like he had the beating yeah, of their yeah. full, and then after the first fifteen minutes, he disappeared in the game, and and Everton did very much so. But you're right. Once once the core come on, we got a grip of it, and in extra time, it was as if the manager had said, you know, this goes to penalty, so go and get it won. No, take any chances, and we scored relatively quickly. And Bernard should have made a three when it would have been done and dusted, mm-hmm. and he didn't. And, and it, you're always edgy, then aren't you going into? Pen, you know, possibly yeah. penalties if they'd have equalised. So yeah. we just got to be professional and, and keep the momentum going in the game. And if we do that, we'll beat them. Yeah, we should do. I mean, we should do. You know, team where we've been playing, you know, the way games we've won, just be solid at the back and, and grab a couple of goals and just be professional and get Expect it done. Expect Olsen to play again. Yeah, I do, yeah. Expect him to play. Do you think he'll go mainly strong? Yeah. Because obviously we've got a game three days later, haven't we? Yeah, but I, I think after having that break, um, and the players we've got, I think mm. I think you're gonna you're gonna. Because it'll be three games in six days that we obviously yeah. Newcastle at home at the lunchtime as well on the Saturday. So no, I know. Yeah, I appreciate that. But mm. you've got to. Well, if you've had a good break, which we have, then you make the decisions. You know whether Don comes straight back in. The Corey's not going to play on the Wednesday, so, we so he has play. that break in the mm. week, which is not great. Alan might be back for the Wednesday. Let's say I don't know where he mm. will, but fits in with the time schedule. But then you know Gabamon's time schedules. Uh, you know if you're talking like, like what? No, no, you're talking about yeah. Carlo does time time things. But 
he could be back in there as well. Then mm. you've got the, you've obviously you could play Holgate, Godfrey sends him centre backs or move them round. You've mm. got Dean back as well, so yeah. an opportunity to play. You know, and then Kunku will be in. Yeah, there's enough. There's sure. enough players to just make two or three changes. Um, and still have and, a strong and still, side. still have a strong yeah, yeah. so big game for the likes of Awobi I think just to keep the momentum going you know do well in this game get your final ball right and keep the confidence yeah. going because you're playing really well and you know do stuff like that just keep ticking over and if we do that we win the game and, and we move on then yeah. to, to like I said Spurs then in the next round let's so. hope so anyway and it's you know yeah let's hope it's Wickham Everton v Wickham yeah. I mean, in the fifth round it'll be amazing it'll be lovely that's the kind of I don't like saying luck, but that is the kind of fortune, fortune that other clubs seem. I mean, you sent me Man City's list of teams they played in um, in, in the, the last cup. Four years, they've had nobody. They literally hardly anyone. Hardly any teams. So it'd be nice to get that kind of fortune. It helps, doesn't it? Build, you know, other teams not too far away have won trophies, like especially like the league cup and stuff. They've had nobody all the way through. Mm. You know, it's like Swan. I mean, no disrespect to Swans, but when they. They did have to get over Chelsea in the when the semi final, but they had Bradford even in the second, in, in yeah. the third division in the final. You know things. Let's like just that. get through this one. Let's get yeah, through this one. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And we live in now. We're living in a, in of course, in a Trump-free presidential world as well, which I think just turns the, turns everyone in a slightly more happy mood as well. Just wanted to throw that in there. No, you, know, you, you, know, you know, you know, I do. You know, I do. Do yeah. you go? Make sure. Listen, if you've got any transfer questions, please tweet them over to us at Toffee TV ESC, and the hashtag is Fanline. I mean, we need three a day, so please, please get them in because it doesn't matter what the question is; just some kind of transfer-related question. We we need them. Please get them into us. <laughs> Make sure to check out all our transfer shows as well. Um, yeah, we'll be doing one one daily, whether it be. About ever no, just general transfers. So just check all them out and all our videos. And if you want to become a patron as well, do that because it's great. You get loads more podcasts on the patron as well, as well as daily exclusive videos. Some of them live, some of them not. There you go. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back. I don't think we'll be back next week because of the game. So probably be a couple of weeks for yeah, the, yeah. for the next podcast. There you go. Thanks for listening. See you later. <laughs>